0: hello and welcome to writing wrongs and writing songs we're here today with emma x thomas emma how are you
1: Ah, uh, yeah i'm good thank you a bit ill but i'm good <laughs> <Otherwise>. <laughs> it is
0: the winter season i feel like it's just it gets you <laughs> everyone has a cold maybe <laughs> maybe i feel like i sound like i do too so it's a good start <laughs> a good start to the to the <laughs> podcast um so tell me about your most recent single 29 it's very cool i like it a lot i i really like your visuals and stuff as well so kind of tell me about where that came from
1: oh thank you well cuz i'm 29 <laughs> yeah and, um, <laughs> and i've been really really scared of getting over 29 um because I know there's just like a lot of pressure to be somewhere at a certain point in your life um which I've learned over time actually there isn't and um a lot of people aren't where we were told we should be anyway so okay um and it's a different time and it's a different like generation of people and that's fine um but it was about those kind of worries about people being like oh you should be doing this oh are you not this or have you got a boyfriend yet or you know um all of this stuff um and then you sort of end up saying no um and then feeling really bad about it <laughs> but yeah I have learned over time that that's um it's actually okay And there isn't this pressure that I think we put in our own heads too.
0: Yeah, I think it's nice, like, I feel like writing a song about it will definitely help you to come to terms with it. I know when I write music, it's definitely a way of processing feelings. And yeah, getting older is a big one where you're just like, ah, what am I doing? And I think as we lost two years of our lives, sort of, it's like we just feel like we're not in the right place. Or you look at our parents' generation and what they were doing and they were like, buying houses at our age, there's not a chance I would be buying a house right now. So no, I think that's very relatable as well to a lot of people in their 20s.
1: Yeah, and I do feel like I'm like two years behind what I am, because we lost it. But
0: as you say, and as the song kind of addresses, that's okay. And I really liked your
1: video for it.
0: Thanks. It was very cute having young clips and like having people send stuff in and kind of seeing your journey through that as well
1: yeah no thank you My, i'm really lucky my mum used to take loads of videos of me yeah. and my sister when we were younger so we've just got this footage and then obviously just getting footage off my phone from like the last 10 years and then yeah we just shot that in a day i just went i don't really know what to do for this music video oh how about this and it's weird because it's kind of got like this weird nostalgic feel mm song itself doesn't sound like that nostalgic for me it's like a weird mix I don't know it was fun I got to jump around my living room and have my friend help me and
0: that's nice though I feel like as much as like we said like songwriting is a way of dealing with things the whole creative output of like putting a song out like the artwork the video like how you choose to promote it that's part of creating that kind of mood so there's definitely something nostalgic about what the song's about or like kind of looking back on your life. So it's nice that you got the chance to put that into the song, maybe not in the sound necessarily, but like in the lyrics and in the visual representation. Like that's really cool. Tell me a bit about how you got into writing music. I feel like you must have been writing for a while. Obviously from that video, you've been performing for quite a long time. So kind of tell me what got you involved in songwriting and got you to where you are now.
1: I I think I started writing in 2013 so it's been 10 years um, since I started writing anything but I wasn't doing anything with my own songs I was just writing them and then I'd maybe sing on like like a live platform these songs but other than that like they weren't nowhere um and I was really into doing covers so I've had I had like a YouTube account Mm. where I just put up like me doing covers for ages And then I just thought, I actually want to write my own stuff. And it's I don't know, for me, it's the most useful way of saying how I feel Mm -hmm. because I am really honest and I'm very open with how I feel to everyone. But I find that I struggle to put it into words. So at least when it's in a song, I feel like I've put Mm -hmm. all of my things into that song. And even if the other person who's listening to it doesn't fully understand it, that's okay. I've like already expressed it. And then they hopefully understand it in their own way. And then hopefully it helps them as well.
0: No, completely, and I think that part of just getting to say it is so cathartic, even if it doesn't come across to someone exactly how you meant it. Often, people interpreting your songs in a way that you didn't write them is quite fun. People are like, "Oh, does this lyric mean this?" And you're like, "No, but it it could." That's really cool that that's what you've taken from it. You've applied your own experiences to something I've written.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: And I think that's really nice. How has the response been to Twenty Nine? I'm sure you've got a lot of people kind of coming to you and being like, "I can really see." myself in that
1: yeah I've had a lot of people especially my friends who tend to be in their later 20s Mm. um some some under 20s they can't understand as much but um especially people in their late 20s are like oh yeah I relate so much to this um I don't know that's basically the response I've had or they like the beat which I didn't create but
0: (laughs) yeah talk to me about like the process of putting it together you work with a producer is that kind of like, how does the song go from you writing it? I mean, do you write sat in your room with the keyboard or do you write, like, with someone and then you put it together as you go? Like, how how did the song come together?
1: So, most of the time, I would write it in my room and mm-hmm. then I would take it to um, my producer, who's also, like, a good friend of mine. But this one, we, I think, we might have just had a conversation about everything and I said, oh, let's write another song. Um and then I think we put the beat together and then I sat next to him um, and I would write some lyrics and then I'd say, what do you think about this? And then he'd go, oh, what about this? So we kind of wrote this one together based on everything I was saying, but it was very much like a co-written song. It's different because most of the time I would write on my own and then take it somewhere and then we'd just work on like the production of it. Um, but this was quite nice because the whole thing was done completely mm with someone else which made it really fun so it was all like my ideas but in terms of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah do you think that that's something you'd want to do more like wh- where do you see your songwriting going if you enjoy doing that and you feel like oh maybe I'll collaborate more in the writing process or?
1: Literally both like because I love writing on my own because mm-hmm. it's completely expressing myself and I don't feel like pressured to have to write a certain thing or pressure not being pressured to write a certain thing but think on your own you're just you don't feel any judgment at all I really did enjoy that too so and I love the idea of collaborating with other people and actually there was a song that came out yesterday that I wasn't for me but it was for my producer Mm. who's also his own artist and we wrote that one together too and that's just come out yesterday I like songwriting in any kind of situation
0: yeah and I think it must be cool to have something be released that you know you were a part of but it's not your name on it as well there's kind of a freedom in that because you're like oh I've not put my name to the like it's not going this is an Emma X Thomas song but you've still kind of got to express yourself
1: yeah no, definitely actually well to be fair I did have a part in that so it's like featuring me but there, <laughs> there were other songs yeah, yeah, <laughs> where yeah. I didn't like at all and like 100% I just actually just like helping people write songs. When you come to like produce the track with your producer,
0: you usually start with the beat and then from that build up from there? Because obviously your music's quite upbeat pop production. How do you build that up in that process? Are you going, no, this needs to sound like this, this chord? How is your creative process with that?
1: So if I was to write on my own, mm. it would be either a piano or a guitar. So the music would be written and then I'd like hum or I'd say some like yeah. random words that don't make any sense just to get like a tune of what I want to write to and then I would write the lyrics and then when with this song that I wrote with someone sim- similar sort of thing but we made the beat and the tune of it kind of going oh I'd like to sound like well let's listen to this artist oh I like inspiration from this because it's different because it's not just the piano and a guitar we're mm. just gonna get a sound so it's a whole different process but for me it's always like the music comes first then the lyrics.
0: That's interesting I think that's such like a personal thing,
1: and it's weird because
0: most people do tend to stick to one or the other. I think obviously everyone's capable of both, but like I would always say that I write lyrics first. Do you think that that's because in chords you've already set the tone, set the mood, and then the lyrics are kind of like on top of that, or do you think it's like you set the scene and then what you feel comes out because you have kind of like prepared for it?
1: Me, I think I don't always know exactly how I feel. Like I'm. So for me, if I write, if I've got a feeling, I'm like expressing it musically without any words. And then I can, so I'll write, like if I'm feeling sad, I'll write something sad, probably musically on the keyboard or on my guitar that sounds sad. Mm. And then I'll add lyrics to go with that. So I I guess that's it. I'm just trying to feel like I'm getting a feeling of what my feeling is.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I think that's really interesting that, it's almost like you're channeling those emotions through the sound first and then the lyrics kind of sit on top of it
1: yeah which is cool that's really cool the other way around that's really interesting
0: yeah no 100% like I I tend to like have notes in my phone when I think of like lines and then I'll sit down and write it but it will always be like lyric focus which is interesting when you write with other people that don't do that because they'll be going like how about you change this chord how about you change this chord and I'm like I'm not even thinking about the chords. I'm thinking about all the words first, and then I can change stuff later. But no, it's kind of cool to work with other people, as you said, and like see other people's creative processes because I think mm. you forget how differently people do
1: things. Yeah, for sure. That's that would be really cool to write with someone who did it the opposite way around, though, to see how Maybe that would. We should happen. write together. There you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, what do you have coming up next? Like, what are you working on?
1: So we're working on, at the moment, a song that I'm... Actually, two songs that actually I wrote a while ago, but I've been meaning to get them done because they still mean, like, a lot to me. Um, So they're, they're songs I've either written... Like, I wrote one of them on the piano and I wrote one on a guitar and I'm taking them to the studio, so pre-written, but they just need production to them. So that's not co-written. There's also oh. a song that probably will come out where I've collabed with someone. Um, Again, my producer, collabed with him. There'll be another song with him, but it'll be my name featuring him. So the other way around. By the way, his name is Jennings Couch. I feel like I should say his name. (laughs) He deserves some promotion as well. Um, (laughs) Oh, there is another one coming that's completely finished. I'm just waiting for a good time to bring it out. It'll probably be, I don't know, maybe April time, March, April time. There'll be another one coming. And that was written with few other people that for all of my what my feelings were.
0: Nice so you've got a lot in the pipeline. Yeah. I mean <laughs> how do you manage working on music stuff with like balancing it with life? That's a tricky one so like it's impressive that you've got so many things
1: lined up. Well I'm a full-time teacher Um so that takes up most yeah. of my time yeah. <laughs> and then literally any other minute I have so I'll either be in the studio music studio or be in the studio where I do like hoop classes or pole classes pole fitness classes Mm. I don't have like because I've got that as like a hobby yeah also trying to do the music career whilst also paying the bills with the teaching I don't know but I'm going to put those other two songs out probably within an EP because I think there's so much and I've never done an EP so it'll be for me (laughs) I think it'll be cool to bring out an EP
0: that is really cool no I think it is it's It is tough and I think people forget that like a lot of independent artists are working so hard and like having full-time jobs as well as you know trying to live their life but also put out music. So no I think it's just like it's always good to point it out like how impressive it is that you're still there like releasing stuff and you put together your music video right as well and like all of these things take so much time and so much effort so um, that's kind of like what I like talking to you about on this podcast is because I think everyone's just doing their best and trying to get as much stuff as they can out So it's good to highlight that it is it is tough but no that's that's super exciting and do you think with those songs I guess with an EP that's a whole new like visual thing but do you think you'll do music videos do you think you know do you have like an idea for your creativity over the next few releases
1: um I probably will do music videos um uh, music videos is something that I love doing but mm. other people as well like I just I love creating them so I definitely have to make them for myself. In that case, I don't have a visual for them yet. I mm. have like slight images, but nothing concrete. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just for me, I'm like, let's wait till the songs are done, and then I'll mm. figure out when, when the EP can come out, and then um, figure out. I don't. know. It will all be in 2023, though. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: it's January. We've got we've got time. Eleven yeah, whole so. months. <laughs> Say that it'll be December in like two seconds. It's ridiculous how fast time goes. Again, like I feel like when you get older, you're like, oh my god, where does all my time go? All the time. But
1: I know I'm actually my birthday is next week, so I literally am getting older.
0: Wow! Well, happy birthday in
1: advance.
0: (laughs) I think we should move on to the agony aunt section if that's good with you. Yeah, sure. Cool. So. The first one I have is very much like relationship boy advicey. And I think I like asking Ag- Agony Aunt questions to songwriters because I think we all spend a lot of time thinking about our feelings. So it's nice, <laughs> it's nice to ask people like their approaches on it. And I think that what's cool is it's again, it's like songwriting where everyone has a different idea or has a different approach to how they deal with these questions. Um so yeah, so with that in mind, the first question I have is very much boy relationship based which is <laughs> when do you ask a boy that you've been seeing what you are like when's the right time to be like cool so what's what
1: are we doing wow um I have had to do that before actually um I guess for me it's like a feeling like you've been spending mm. a fair amount of time together is it it does it feel like a relationship like do you feel I mean I haven't had this for a while but like does it feel like you're actually Together, or is it starting to feel like it could be, or maybe one of you's thinking, like I know I've had a situation in the last like two years where I had the feelings the other person felt like it might be more, and mm. I was worried and I wanted to check in because I didn't want to let them down, just because I wasn't ready. I am still don't know if I am ready <laughs> to date. I think I don't know. I think it's an important conversation. I think if the other person can't handle the conversation as well, that might tell you a lot. And I mm. think it's really important- on the same page. So if they're feeling more than you or you're feeling more than them, is that then the right thing to be doing? Um, yeah.
0: Maybe it's less about like <laughs> the right time and more about just like having constant I mean ideally constant open communication. That's obviously harder <laughs> than it sounds.
1: Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. No, that's a hard thing to do. Um also <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best at relationship advice, but no. I think that's <laughs> I good. Like that. that was definitely
0: good advice um yeah I guess everyone's experiences are so unique to them that is why like I don't think anyone's really bad at relationship advice because it's just different perspectives you know but yeah I would I would agree with you there um, how does it feel I think every situation is so unique
1: yeah and every person's unique but I do think if if they're open that's a good sign yeah yeah
0: or if you bring it up and they're not like oh my god I don't know and like shut you down then that's, that's good, not a good sign. yeah God, heavy. Anyway, next
1: question.
0: (laughs) Oh. Um, the second question is not relationship related, but it's to do with friends. So the question is, how would you handle it if someone you're friends with, their friends were treating them badly? Um, like what would you do in that situation? Like, would you come in and tell them to stop being friends with them? Or like how would you manage that? Because obviously it's not very nice when when you can see people like disrespecting your
1: mates yeah for sure um I would okay I'm trying to like imagine a certain person to see if it would help I mean I think if someone said my friends are doing this to me they're making me feel rubbish I would say well if they're making you feel like that why are you friends with them are they going through something Like this kind of person. If they are, it's still not necessarily okay that they're treating you like that. But is that something you could talk to them about? Like, let's say they're going, that person being mean is going through something. But you've been friends for so long. Could you try talking to them about it? Could you be like, "Are you all right?" And if I guess if they shut you down, then you've sort of done what you can. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, I'm like, there's no point being friends with people who make you feel bad. I know for me, if I'm going through something, I'm, I'm hoping, hopefully, I don't know. I don't make other people feel really bad and if I do I do try and pick up on it and say so yeah. I'm sorry if I've made this um so I don't know so i an open communication and the same similar thing if they shut you down then are they really your friend yeah I don't know if I'm the best of friendship advice either though so <laughs> I think you're giving great advice I think you
0: should definitely stop <laughs> underestimating yourself there no I completely agree with you I think yeah Hmm. that's such a like compassionate response to to be like okay if they're behaving like that is there something else going on um yeah so that makes it sound like you you're a great friend (laughs) great friend (laughs)
1: Um,
0: (laughs) yeah I guess it is tough and it's kind of like tough to cut people out but like one of my friends recently was like i'm only keeping people in my life that when i leave seeing them i feel like uplifted and i feel happier for having them in my presence and i think that's probably that could be extreme in that obviously we will have our down days but like i think in general not feeling dragged down by seeing someone is probably the better way of looking
1: at it if they're doing it constantly then yeah. i get it if they're doing it like one off i think that that's fine but yeah i have actually had to give the same advice like are they constantly dragging you down yes okay so what are they doing what like are you their therapist or are you their friend like you know
0: (laughs) yeah and then you're like if if it is something kind of mental health related or they're going through a tough time then you're like maybe I'm not the best person to 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 advise you like can we find you someone who's better suited um have more experience
1: (laughs) That is a tricky thing to bring up because I guess if you're saying can we find you someone, then they might get quite (sighs) could make them quite defensive, quite annoyed. But hopefully they're open to it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and if they're not open to it right then, then they might be. Eventually, it might just take a bit of time to kind of process that you need or you want to speak to someone else. Um, Mm. But yeah, well those those were great answers, I think. (laughs) I'm going to be coming to you with all my my personal issues now too. So (laughs) that's That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I guess all that's left to do now is kind of like, you know, what what do you have going on? Do you have any gigs coming up? Like, what do you want to promote? Obviously, Emma X Thomas on Instagram, Spotify,
1: (laughs) etc. Everything is Emma X Thomas. All one word. Okay, I might be. I am doing not might be, I'm doing a gig at the Gunners in Arsenal on the eighteenth of February. And I'm doing a gig at the Coach and Horses on the sixteenth of March. At, yeah. In Stoke Newington.
0: Cool. And like for your
1: live shows, <laughs> what's
0: your setup?
1: Um so <clears throat> it depends. So I've had to like rearrange My band, my drummer, unfortunately left because they have so many other things they need to do. It's okay with friends. There's no fallouts. He's (laughs) a lovely person. Um, But he's had to leave. And I've actually decided to go for a new route of not having a drummer at all. So we're trying to find a different way to play. Um, So we might on the 18th of February is quite soon. So it could potentially just be me and my guitar but by March it should be like the full band, which will be my sister, who's um she's harmony and guitar. Um she's a great singer, she won't she's very shy, but um, so she won't sing on her own. Mm-hmm. She's actually very good, she doesn't need to be shy. There's my friend Clara who's gonna do the lead guitar and some more harmonies. So I have two harmonies. And and then there's my friend Chris who is on bass. And he might go on to some drums as well for some certain songs, because nice. he's both bass and drums. Um, and then there's me on like the guitar and the keyboard and yeah, and vocals.
0: <laughs> Sounds
1: very, very cool.
0: I like that you have lots of women in your band as well.
1: So cute. <laughs> and one of them is my sister, which is great. And they're both, the other two are really good friends too. Yeah,
0: that's nice. I think that like band dynamics are very interesting, but when everyone gets on, it's so nice. it's just like being on stage is then just like the best thing in the world yeah so yeah definitely catch those gigs they're both london gigs right
1: yeah definitely i mean obviously go and listen to 29 Uh oh i bought out some i made my own merch um my own t-shirts which is my first ever time i've made a t-shirt um but it is a campaign so it basically they'll only go ahead if a certain amount of people buy them um, but I made some t-shirts for 29 and I've tried to make them quite simple so there's not too much going on but they also look a black they've got some like pink and pink and white writing on um I don't know you can see them in my the link in my bio go look at the
0: link in Emma's bio <laughs> look at the t-shirts buy a t-shirt support like independent artists as we said doing a million other things with their lives so yeah on that note thank you so much for coming on it's been it's been so nice to like meet you obviously we've not met before so it's been lovely to meet you and like talk about what you've been up to definitely try and come to one of your shows soon
1: <laughs> I'll try and come to one of yours do you play as well I do <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I also have some shows coming up but anyway
1: <laughs> I'll ask I'll ask you later if for- <laughs> No, that's fine <laughs> yeah
0: thank you so much I hope you have a good day thank you
1: some people tell me to see the bigger picture in this race judge for a disgrace because I'm 26, 7, 8